What's up, everyone? We're here with another episode of What a Trip. We got the boys on today. This is a smoking from the sidelines edition, you know, where we just chill, hang out, talk about sports, whatever the fuck is going on right now. Got the boy Kenny on. What's up? Got the boy Alexis on. What's up? What's up? And yeah, bro, let's fucking talk about this weekend, man. Figueredo versus Benavides. Alexis, you said you watched the main event, right? Yeah, that's the only one I watched on the card, really. Only one <laughs> Maybe you care to watch. And the, gas, and the Gastelum one, just because it's Kevin, but kind of disappointed in that one. <sighs> man, all right. So let's start off with uh, Figueredo versus Benavides, bro. What you think about that fight, man? It was a sacrificial... Uh, <laughs> sacrificial yeah. lamb. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, dude. I mean, that shit was sad. I, I knew Fig was going to win. Fuck, dude! I didn't think it was gonna be worse than the second or than the first fight. You know, I'm yeah. like, yeah. And when we were watching it, I'm like, damn, Figueroa's picking his shots, dude. Like, he's getting hit by Joseph, but he's like, that's all right. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get in there. When you're throwing those combos, I'm gonna just land this fucking right cross or throw this right hook. And, and yeah, he was just he loaded back that right hand, bro, and just waited for the opportunity and dropped his ass with like two times. I mean the. The first one was in a, a real knockout or knockdown, but then the other two was like, yeah, he was definitely being the aggressor. But like, dude, yeah. and this is him at making weight when he when he missed weight the first time. I thought he was gonna batter him, but this time he just looked like a fucking killer, dude. Dog, honestly, overall he's just a bona fide killer, bro. But let, go ahead, go say what you were gonna say. I was man. Gonna say, oh, is, is there really anyone else at the flyweight that can compete with him though? Because when I look at that, it doesn't seem too like good. But every, every one of their records looks really good. But then again, I never seen any of them fight against any uh, any yeah, other one. Yeah, each other pretty much. Like, well, that that division itself isn't so like well, well, fucking known. You know what I mean? Like, it's still like one that doesn't get too much attention to it, bro. But but you're right, dude. He fucking looked like a killer out there, dude. I, like to go out and perform even better than you did the first time against a guy that like. I was like, man, maybe he, he's had some time to figure out his style just a bit, you know, and change it up. But just overall, I think just the, the striking of a Figueredo is just it's just too clean, man. Yeah, the it's ground game was there, too. He even the, bro, you're right. Even the ground game. You, at, there was some point where he had him in that. He even had him in that, that submission from the back earlier, too, right? The rear naked choke. Yeah, he he had him earlier in the, in the round, and I was just like, oh, my God. He finished him in the first round, huh? Like I the last 15 seconds on or something like that? I think, yeah, I think there was like 12 seconds left. Jesus Christ. I remember watching it back earlier today, and I seen that uh, like the 30-second mark was when he got him down with another strike. And like he times it so fucking well, bro. His, his, I seen a MMA reporter say that who could who could beat him? You know what I mean? Who could beat Figueredo at this weight class? Because, I mean, he's very diverse. You know, he has good hands. I think he'll even be Formiga again. But I'm not too sure, man, because I, I need to watch their fight back. But the first fight, it just looked like he was just getting out-wrestled and stuff like that. You know, like kind of pushed against the fence and like nullified everything. But I don't know. What do you think, bro? What do you think's next for Figueredo? Or who do you think can take out a guy like Figueredo? Both of you guys. Um, I think what's next is um, Brandon Moreno versus uh, versus Figueredo. Or maybe, maybe Alex Perez. But um, Alex Perez already has a loss, I think, to... Uh, Figueredo, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Do the flyweight. And it's funny, like, this division's been around so long, but it's still in the building process. Like, it's been around, what, like, eight years, nine years or something well, like that? Well, how long yeah. was Cejudo, like, like, the main man? Not that long, dude. Like, not even a year, I don't think. Really? Yeah, he won the title from DJ, defended it once against uh, Dillashaw. Mm-hmm. Um, after he whooped Dillashaw, he went up to 135, whooped Marlin. And um, after that, he fucking. So it was really DJ just holding up that division. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. Yeah. That's why the that's why the division was not so. Um, competitive. It's not a yeah. Well, yeah, it wasn't competitive, but it just wasn't as popular because they're like, oh, we got this one guy. It's kind of like light heavyweight. Light heavyweight is so fucking weak, dude. Like, yeah. you know, it's like they have like look at um a couple weeks ago we got Yuri Prochaska. Making his debut against a number seventh guy, like when does that happen? And he starched him. And like, he fucking starched his ass. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that. He I mean he fucking knocked his ass out. You know, like sent him to the shadow realm. Yeah. Um. But shit. Uh. Yeah, that flyweight division is. I, there's no like clear cut number one contender, so that's like the biggest problem. Um. 
Like, that's why I'm saying Brandon, because he has probably the best uh, uh, win streak right now. Let, let me let me bring that. The, the fly probably have a more up. casual outlook on the on the idea, but I could only see who's what's the division on top of flyweight. That's like slightly heavier. Bantamweight. Uh, Bantamweight. I could only see like if, if anything, maybe one of those guys dropping down to that class. Well, maybe if so uh, check it, check it. Oh, King, what were you going to say about that? So maybe if King of Cringe starts fucking around and comes back. Or maybe, yeah. But I don't think he'd go back to flyweight. Yeah. I feel like he'd just stay yeah, at 135, you know, now especially. But It's too much of a work to try to cut that weight. An MMA reporter actually said that one person he would like to see that could come down and fight him would be Cody No Love Garbrandt. Just because he, I guess he had interviewed him recently and he said that he could make the weight no, like, no problem, you know what I mean? And I mean... A guy against like like Figueredo against a guy like Cody, that that'd be a, a good, good fight right there. Yeah, it's a good matchup for even Cody too to win another championship himself. I mean, Cody's kind of a small bantamweight either way, you know. Yeah. Um he's just he's just uh fast and he has those heavy hands, you know, so that's why he, he likes that that class. But he can he can outstick some kind of some of the um slower guys, I guess you can say bigger guys, I guess. Reason. But at 125, dude. Um, yeah, I can see. I can see him making a splash at 125, and that's a huge name that like they can really they, promote. They they can really really market, you know. And mm-hmm. um, for sure, for sure, I can see Cody if he wants an immediate title shot. That's his best chance is to go down to 125, beat the number one contender, and dude. then get the title shot. Get back in and shit. or even it's fuck it, dude. I'm, I can even see the UFC. Because you know what pisses me off? Dana White at the press conference was asked if Aljamain Sterling is the number one contender and next up to fight uh, Figueredo. And he goes, uh, I don't know. He's up wow. there. He's up there with one of those guys. Like, you fucking serious? Dude? Like, I know he's not yeah. number, number one contender because obviously that's Marlon. But Aljamain, I mean, you look at his resume, dude, and he's had, he has two, two top five guys. Uh, then you got what? Uh, San Hagen, who was who was it, ranked five or six at the time? I have no idea what he was ranked, but San Hagen is a killer. Just I think maybe in just past five. Yeah, so uh, fuck, dude. I mean, the disrespect that Aljamain keeps getting is is frustrating. Like, I know, dude. How do you not give a guy like Aljamain a title shot when you have someone like Corey San Hagen has a bunch of fucking hype behind him, and then Aljo just comes in, starches him. him. Yeah, like starches him, and then you have. The only person he's really lost to in a while has, I mean, it's been Mariah's, you know, and Mariah's is the guy that got the title shot last. I wouldn't be mad to see a rematch of that fight before he gets a title shot, but I just think just the body of work itself, like, he's done enough to get his title shot already multiple times, and for you to not even, like, be like, yeah, he's the main guy up. Like, who the fuck else? Who the fuck else? So Morales is going to be the next title fight for, uh, fuck, who is it? Mariah's not. Mariah's is going to fight Heat. I heard him. Fuck. Who the fuck? They had him scheduled for someone, bro. Or they, they had, had like, him scheduled for Peter Young, back in uh, what May or March mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck it was. And obviously this COVID shit. I mean, <clears throat> they weren't able to do it. And instead, they gave Peter Young and Aldo the title fight. The title fight. And now we're oh, kind yeah. of still left with this. Sh- like to me, Peter Young is not proven. Like yeah, he has some nice wins over some <coughs> some tough guys, but he doesn't have a top five win. You know, like he doesn't <coughs> have a win against Marlon. <coughs> oh shit! Sorry, bro. But he looked really good in that Aldo fight. Very uh, um, disciplined. Yeah, uh, I mean, he was just fighting on his back foot the whole time and just encountering and just playing it safe. And um, I mean, some people say they lost <coughs> that fight. I mean, I, I watched it back. You know, up in uh, right before Aldo fought, and um, I kind of thought Aldo. Edged it out a little bit just because with the the forward pressure and like his Marlin was wearing the damage when they fought, you know. And um, I know I, I just think that a, a fight that close, I mean, he was pressing forward, and I mean, the whole MMA community thought it you won, but I don't know, dude. I feel like a lot of bias kind of plays into into these situations. Like, yeah. look at the whole Max and Volkanov to this day, bro. Yeah. I'm on Twitter and I see freaking fucking people uh arguing over it that it was a robbery yeah, it seems like, like it. more and more lately like the referees have, well not the referees but the judges have been like the main point of like these fights instead of the fighters a lot of times i mean when they do leave it up to the the judges i mean if you don't have like some really really clear rounds to like one person or like other person you know it's kind of like fuck these toss-up rounds are the ones that really like 
make you question their decisions and stuff, especially when you kind of have it like, oh, these these three were for sure one way for me, you know, and then you see it on the cards and it's like, what fight were you watching, bro? Like the scorecards are just all fucked up. But like I seen someone pose like a question about like, if, would you guys rather see like five judges or like 10 judges in a card, you know, just to like even out the numbers because like one person can fuck up, but like multiple people you get like it kind of thins it out you know you get to have like at least five people maybe three will be like sensible you know and like know their shit and then the other ones would just be i mean if they fuck up then you have another you know a, a bigger group to sample from i get what you're saying because i heard that on uh, a podcast with I think it was uh, Joe's or some shit it was um Luke Thomas and Brian Campbell i don't know if you know who Brian Campbell is they have a a podcast called Morning Combat i think yeah. it's called yeah and uh, yeah, they were talking. Brian had said something about they should have for title fights only that they should have five judges, and I guess they use like the average score or some shit, or they only use like three judges scoring. Or I don't know. It just sound it sounded pretty fucking wacky, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, why don't we just have judges that are solely certified in MMA? MMA, yeah. Because yeah. mm. I I understand like the commissions are using whatever judges they have that are certified, you know, to, for combat sports. So with that being said, most of the time it's boxing judges, you know? And so they're looking at just striking, you know, but even with that, it's like when, when you have just these two guys that stand and bang and there's hardly any grappling involved, they still can't get it right. You know? So yeah, it's fucking, it, it, it's weird. Especially bro. When you get to a point like in, in a, in a sport where you, you kind of need like an evolution in it, you know, like you need to go somewhere forward, like with NBA, like you said, there's changes every season, right? Like they, yeah, get I think every season they, uh, the co- I don't know the coaches, but maybe like the, the GMs of each team get together yeah. from like the, from the commissioner and, you know, like have a meeting and decide if there's any rule changes they want to propose. And then like they would all vote on the rule changes, like yes or no. And then, Majority rules would like they'll pass it for the next season. A couple, couple of those rules that are more recent are like the, like right after you get a rebound before you see you go straight to twenty four, like reset the shot clock, and now it's twelve to help like speed up the game, or like you only have two timeouts now in the last two minutes of a game instead of like however many you've been saving up throughout the game. Because you can't bullshit and just save them all up for that yeah. last. And like, cause it would really slow the game down and like just make it boring for fans. So what, ultimately, what they're trying to do is just make it more entertaining to watch. Mm. So, with sports, do you think it should be more accommodated to the fans or like more accommodated to the athlete? You know what I mean? Like, just to go off topic of for a bit, cause like this, for example, like that rule change, like that's more designed for like the fans. But I could also see it being a very good thing for players because like you don't have so many breaks in between and you get to continue play and like it, but it also is bad because you don't have those pauses for tactical breaks and shit like that. What do you guys yeah. think? <coughs> oh shit. <coughs> the coosh. Well, it's, it's, it's weird because you got, you got the fans being obviously the financial backbone of, uh, for these organizations because yeah. without the fans what do you what do you have you know yes yeah, if true, you're broadcasting stuff that nobody cares about or nobody's watching or buying how are you making money yeah, it's hard to compete right so with that obviously you have to accommodate the fans that's mm-hmm. number one you know you hear fighters talk about all the time oh I, I wanted to come out and give the fans a, um, a good fight you know and it's like dude you're out there risking life and limb to entertain people that you're never going to meet like yeah. You know, for what notoriety, you know, so I think it should just go to like for the safety of uh, for the athletes, you know, regardless what sport, you know, like I feel like with that shot clock thing, I feel like that's in a way that's good because it keeps the game moving. But in a way, it's like you're asking more of these already freakishly athletes that put their body through through the wire, you know, so that's not now. Essentially, you're shortening the life of the athlete. Yeah. Because you're asking more from him and you're boom, boom, you know, trying mm. to please these fans. So with that, I, I just think that you just do you do you and and, and fans are going to come, you know, if, if like I'm, I'm sure there's a, a team 
that you don't like their style of play, and it's like, fuck, dude, I hate seeing these these teams play because it's not boring. It's boring to me. Yeah, I could but, remember fucking Atletico for the long that year that they won the league in like 2013, 2014, They were like the worst team to watch. But they, they get the shit fan, done, you know. They would always they would always win. Like they would always edge out the other team. And that's you yeah, know, and yeah. see, even with like fighters like Usman is the most recent one. Like. Exactly. It was an entertaining fight, but he got it done. He got what what he needs to do done. And like yeah. I, I told Gio, I respect, I respect his skill and I respect what he does, and he does it well. I just, I just don't like him, you know. And that, that's that's okay, you know. Yeah. It's like I just don't like the, you know, on, along with the the boring fighting style. I just don't like the persona either, you know. It's, mm. It comes off forced, you know. And I like genuine, like flowing, like. You can just tell it just that's them all the time. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's a camera or not around them, you know, and like like for instance, uh you have like Benavidez. He's not this brash guy who talks shit. Yeah. You know, but people like him because he, he just genuine you can see his genuine personality when he speaks, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like he's real um he's vulnerable, you know, like he like at the press conference last uh last night yeah man you know someone asked him a question he spoke and he at the end of it started breaking down and kind of tearing up crying you know and it's like you hate to see it but yeah you know it pulls on the heartstrings of people and they that it makes you oh even in loss look at george miles had the most views of on his interview because people just love the personality regardless max holloway you got another example back to back and you got people defending him still because Mm -hmm. They like him that much, you yeah. know? So it's like, it's just, you be you, and the fans are going to follow, I feel like, you know? Yes. What do you think about that initial question, though? Like, it being pertained to more the fans or athletes? Well, either way, I feel like you just got to have, like, the athletes. You know, you can't just have them up. Like, either way, they're playing, like, for NBA, they're playing, like, 82 games a season. That's already a lot, like, you know? Yeah, that's a fuck Back up. to back, and, like, still after that, they got playoffs. So, you know, maybe those breaks, like, you know, really help out, especially for those older players that have been in the, in the game for, like, years. So, but, there, but I feel like more and more throughout, I guess, the years are coming out, people are getting way more athletic. So, like, it's way easier for, like, their bodies. Not to adjust, but, like, you know, like, they can do it. Like, you know? Mm. Like, LeBron, he's probably, like, the older age. That's like breaking into the new age, but he's like what thirty four, thirty five, and yeah. like he's he's still a freakish athlete. Like you know, fucking six nine, he's got like crazy vert. But you know and what like the thing about him though, bro? I'm sorry to cut you off yeah, though. Is is it like his his rehab? You know what I mean? But like continue your thing. But his rehab is is above. I seen someone make the example too, like how or Connor. Connor was actually like, dude, LeBron James, Kobe, all these guys, like they spent like thousands and thousands on on rehab and shit like that, you know, on like how they recuperate their body. And a lot of athletes don't really think about that stuff, you know, like they're spending on like the external stuff and maybe even like other shit, but not really like how to recuperate themselves. But back to where you were, bro. Yeah. Like LeBron and like, like, I guess the new one you can compare him to is like Giannis, bro. Like he's a, he's a freak, bro. Like they call him the Greek freak. Cause he's just crazy athletic. Mm. But, um, yeah, I just feel like more and more through the years, people are just going to, be able to not sustain injuries but come back faster from injuries i guess is what what more what more of what i'm trying to say yeah because like you're seeing it more and more of like athletes get pulled on like acls or something and like it's like a year close to it maybe less if they're like doing their shit and uh i just feel like maybe accommodating the rules maybe to further the entertainment of the game is a good way to go just because these athletes will probably be able to handle it more more along through in the future that makes sense that makes sense fucking so i was gonna say like for example this whole abu dhabi situation and they said it's gonna be like a pretty constant thing that they go out there and do these events you know what i mean so like with that said bro do you think that's gonna be like a really bad bad effect to them because they're waking up so fucking early you know and like they're pretty much fighting at 6 a.m over there and you're there for like a week already you know what i mean like before your fight so maybe you accommodate a little bit. I've I've heard um, I've heard on another podcast that it's best to accum- acc- accumulate uh, uh, acclimate to the time difference uh, depending on the um, the depending on the time difference. So over there, um, since we're Pacific Standard Time, I think it's an eleven hour difference. 
So, and they're 11 hours ahead. So whatever time it is right now, 11 hours ahead, you know, I think that's how many, that's, some fighters say that's how many days you should go in advance. You know, I mean, in, in a, in a perfect world, if you could travel to fucking Abu Dhabi and, yeah. and especially now, 12 days prior, it's kind of coming in. Um, I mean, that's, that's perfect. But you know, some guys are getting like this guy from, uh, he's a cage warriors fighter. Just got signed. You know, that guy that just made his debut, uh, that, uh, what's his name? Chemayev. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's a 10 day, uh, Turnaround. Yeah, I seen that. This Saturday against this guy from Cage Warriors named Reese Reese McGee. Okay, okay. And uh, he was a, a good up-and-coming fighter. He was supposed to fight for the strap. The, the Cage Warriors? Yeah, for the 170 um, strap. But instead, uh, he's getting fed to this killer. You know, I mean, he's a killer himself. They're good fighters, but fuck, dude. I mean. Yeah, Chimaev, that, that, that Russian style, that Dagestani style. That dude's a savage. Yeah, bro. I, I'm a... Uh, Pretty hyped to see that fight with like Chimaev, but well, I'm not hyped because he's pretty boring style sometimes, especially like those wrestlers. I get a little bit bored with those because it's not so appealing to the eye. You really got to focus yeah. in on those and shit. Oh, he beat the but. shit out of uh, what's his name, John Phillips, or what's his name, Austin. I have no, no idea. It was probably John that Phillips. Wel- he was a Welsh guy, I don't remember his name, but so let's skip on. Let's go to Kelvin Gastelum versus fucking Jack Hermanson. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. that's all. That's all I gotta yeah, say. I mean, fuck. fuck, that was quick, slick. They were dry. He caught him. Cal- Calvin didn't know what to do. He was like, "Fuck, I never been here before," and just fucking turned. Seriously, he turned the wrong way and added just torque. It to him. Yeah, added torque to the submission and was like, oh, that's it." Yeah, and honestly, it was, it was terrible defense. Um, I was looking, even like, I mean, obviously, I don't train jujitsu, but that the, the guys I was seeing on Twitter, like the jujitsu guys, were like, "Dude." That's like a terrible defense. He didn't know what the hell he's doing <laughs> yeah. there. Like, even the that's like the most basic when you're learning leg locks is you you twist the other way. You, you roll into where he's twist. And, you know, it's just like they were like poor defense. He he wasn't he didn't know what to do in there. And I think too, it was just a high level grappler that just showed him like, oh shit, this it just happened quick. Yeah, you know, because when uh Jack went to take him down, he did like a a lat throw. You know, and fucking. Calvin ended up on top, you know, and the wrestling looked pretty good from from Calvin, and just he just got caught and yeah. in a nasty submission. You don't see heel hooks in uh, in the UFC hardly because I mean no no one hardly trains leg locks in, in the UFC unless you're yeah. fucking Ryan Hall, you know. So yeah, it's true, dude. And honestly, I did not expect Jack Manson to go out and like do that to him. I thought. I was like, oh, Gasoline's good enough to, like, prevent the takedowns, you know, just stay out of that zone, maybe box him up and shit. But he ends up going for the takedown himself. I thought he was going to get up really quickly, but once he got, like, caught on the leg, he didn't even panic to get out of there. Like, he he just made that mistake of staying in there and staying, like, he slept. He slept at that moment, and he got caught, honestly. And Jack did great to sit, like, sink that in really quickly. Yeah, I... I liked how fast he, he gripped it, and I I had Jack winning by decision, honestly. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just going to play safe and just counter and be on the back foot, just running around the cage. And and if they did get into grappling exchanges, I thought Jack would have the better uh, jiu-jitsu. You know? mm-hmm. Maybe not the better wrestling, but the better jiu-jitsu for sure. And he showed it because he yeah. finished the fight in, what, less than two minutes. So it was like, Dude, yeah, it was honestly. nice. It was nice. You hardly get to see those, and they're, they're nice when you get one. I haven't. I can't remember the last fucking. Oh my god! It, oh, that heel hook. Now that you think about it, like a leg submission, it just made me think about. Um, Wasn't there a knee bar earlier? Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking yeah. about, bro. Yep. Earlier in the car. We can. We can. You want to go to that now, or you want to uh, wait and go that, to Diakise? That might that was, be on the. It was on the main card. Uh, yeah, it was on the main card, and I think that was the fight before uh, Jack, wasn't it? Was it? That'd be a perfect segue, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, actually, it was, yes, you know, let's get to Diakise, because I want to talk about this guy, Fazeev. This Fazeev guy is fucking sick. Kick it off, bro. Okay, so this guy's a Muay Thai specialist. I guess he's a striking coach over at uh, Tiger Muay Thai, you know, so this guy, he knows, he knows the shit, you know, and it showed, bro, uh, I had Diakise winning, because he's just good everywhere, you know, he's a good overall, uh, overall, uh, well-rounded fighter. And, uh, yeah, dude, I mean, Fiziev just looked 
dominant in there. I gave I gave it a three, a, like a 30, 30, 26. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was that dominant. But um, dude, I was I was fucking really really surprised by that guy because I've never seen him, and then I've seen Diakise. I showed you that one video, or well, I just told you about the Timo Pakalin fight, and Diakise. I had just seen it, and. Fucking Diakise slept this dude so heavy, bro. And he threw some, like, crazy kicks in the beginning. I was like, oh, man. He's going to have some trouble, like, standing with him and striking because he's just so powerful. But he was able to, like, stay out of range. And he did that, like, Matrix shit that we were just talking about, bro. And he looked like a little Arasanya in there. I mean, that's just Muay Thai, dude. Yeah. I mean, once you, you're a Muay Thai specialist, dude. Those those motherfuckers are throwing kicks like crazy, you know? Constantly. So um, that's just what he trains. You know, so it was easy. That defense was his his IQ. You can tell because he's seen that shit coming from all the way. It seemed like, but Fiziev, this guy is he's uh, he's a real deal. What, I, what weight division was that? One fifty five. So, dude, one fifty five stays pumping out uh, some good ass fighters. Well, that talent, that class do. is just rich with talent. You know, it's just like the perfect weight class, I think. Dude, and it's like you get such a good gauge too of like. Guys that have power in their hands to hit people, and then also the like and athleticism speed. and speed, and to just like do these crazy ass athletic moves, but like still sleep people, you know, and like with power, and you're like, God damn, you hear it pretty effectively. Um, what do you think is like? Well, I can't even say what's a good fight for Fizia because they're so out of like the the rankings. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, when you got a guy that makes a debut, but he looks like that, you want always, you always want to be like, oh, we got to see him against a top fifteen guy now. And it's like, nah, dude, just give him another striking, um, heavy opponent, and see how he does. Mm -hmm. If not, you know, give him a grappling opponent, uh, a, a wrestling heavy opponent, see how he does with that. I mean, fuck, he showed his his, uh, like I said, because Diakise is well rounded. He went for some takedowns and got stuffed, mm -hmm. got taken down himself. So, I think it, this guy is just the real deal. You you, you build him if you want a uh, <clears throat> if you want a another foreign champ. Uh, this yeah. is the way you you do it. You build him slowly so they can. And he's young. I think he's really like twenty six. Oh, is he really sure. twenty seven? I don't know, but he's young. And then the um, oh, we'll get to him le later. The Sarukian. Sarukian. Oh yeah, that dude's God. fucking. All right, let's go to this. This is the next right, so fight, yeah, the girl fight. Oh right, yeah, Ariane Lipsky versus Luana Caroline, Carolina or Carolina. Mm -hmm. Fuck! What a nasty submission, nasty knee bar. I guess this this is the second knee bar in women's history. Remember, uh, Mackenzie Dern had one not that long ago. Damn, that's crazy for it to happen like twice in such quick. You in know the, what I mean? In the quarantine, bro, it's just bringing out these nasty submissions. Yeah, I yeah. wish we could show the picture of like. Oh. Bro, oh, they have disgusting. they have her face like Ugh. like she fucking just has her leg and she's bending that well, shit I back. I can't imagine. And then the girl's on, face on the on yeah, and then mm -mm. Carolina's face on the ground. She's just <laughs> agony, bro, just screaming. You know, I'm like, it looked like she was even screaming afterwards, like she was in dire pain. But it looked like she Lipsky was just able to grab that like leg and there had to been a pop through. Yeah, there had to been a pop. Dude. Oh my god, when you seen the fucking leg, like. Go forward, you know, like the knee bend in. I was like, oh, my God, she's done for. She's done for. I was for. like, she the knee doesn't tap. bend that way. Oh, you know. But, and at oh, first, I was, was super nice. confused. I was like, what the fuck does she got her in? She like, had her in a calf right? slicer. So, Carolina already had her in a submission. Oh, All shit. she had to do was literally grab, get her in a, like a seatbelt grip. Yeah. Oh, like, uh, I think it's one underhook and one overhook. And then you just bring the body down and you pull more pressure on that, on the calf and or on the knee. So it would she if she would have grabbed her and pulled her back, bro, it would have been all it would have been done for Lipsky. But Lipsky was quick, bro. He grabbed her leg and fucking straightened it and just bro, it, honestly, that takes a lot of strength. Cause how how strong is a leg compared to somebody's you know what I mean somebody's upper body can pretty be can can be pretty damn strong. But, but I think still lo lower body is much more strength for some reason. I, I mean, just she had both arms on it and just the angle she grabbed it just took her leg home with her. Yeah, honestly, and that girl Lipsky, she did pretty good. I I had her, um, I had the other girl winning, Carolina or whatever, because yeah, I, I, I wasn't too familiar with Lipsky, but she went out there and like even her stand up, it wasn't too bad. I was expecting her to get mopped up on the feet just because the other girl was a Muay Thai specialist, I believe, or kickboxer. 
something like judo that. or something. Yeah, one some of some kind of striking shit. So I'll I mean, just they were both black win. belts and jujitsu. Uh, so that's why I thought Carolina was gonna get her. I mean, she had her in a submission. She just got caught in one herself. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the game when you're playing the leg lock game. And you don't fuck around with that shit. You need to tap early, son, because fuck all that she shit. She's going to some ligaments for sure. Oh, I'm pretty sure she fucked her knee up. But uh, after that, the, Pray for her. to Pray start for off her. the main card, we had uh, Asker Askarov fighting Alexandre Pantoja. Give a little story to this, bro. Give a little story to this. Okay, so Asker Askarov is this guy from, I think he's another uh, Russian or Dagestani guy or whatever. But... um. Heavy on wrestling, but a pretty good, super heavy, pretty good uh, striker. So he took on uh, Pantoja, who's a, a black belt in uh, jujitsu. Pretty heavy hands. This guy likes to knock people out too. So, um, but Asker Asparov just nullified everything he had. I th- it was a pretty damn close fight. I had it for Pantoja. Uh, it was one one going into the third for sure. Like I thought Pantoja took the first, and then Asker took the second. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. The third one was pretty pretty damn close. But, you know, I wasn't mad at the decision, but I, I had Pantoja winning. Oh, but, shit. Uh, Even when you watched it live? Watched you... it live, yeah. But uh-huh. I, I, if I watched it back again, I mean, I, I could probably see him, him winning. Yeah, it, was, it, was a, it was a close fight, dude. You can't, yeah. you know. Yeah, you can't blame him. Yeah. I didn't see that one. No, well, for that fight, um, Pantoja was actually scheduled to fight on the card just in case Figueredo was to miss weight. He'd be the one that would actually, like, fill in the spot and take the title shot. Um so imagine that, dude. You get you're like, fuck. I could maybe get the title shot, and then like last second. So I wonder if like in his head too, he was kind of had Joey in his mind, like for preparation, you know, like game planning for Joey too as a backup plan. If he did have to step up and fight for the belt, who knows? But yeah, dude. At the end of the day, Askarov, I I like that guy just because his stand up's actually not bad, man. For being someone that's so good with the wrestling, like his stand up's not bad. But Pantoja, dude, in the first round. He was on him, like, even though the guy at Askarov had him, like, on top, like, he just was throwing submissions up from the bottom the whole time, like, so active, like, working every single time, but, like, it looked like he started to gas in the later ends of the round, and that's why I was like, fuck, like, I wanted him to win, to be honest, but I did have Askarov winning just because, like, I don't know why I remember his last fight, he kind of impressed me, just his style or whatever, but, man, I don't know what to, that's, that's crazy, man. The flyweight division, I hope that they start to, like, bring more attention to the like the just the fighters in general you know i don't know if you've seen but sergio pettis he's gonna go to bellator right well he's in bellator this is his second fight yeah oh yeah, well yeah so he's gonna fucking fight uh ricky bandejas yeah you know that guy dude yeah, that guy's clean that's ricky, gonna be a good ricky fight. has heavy hands but he's there to get hit too and sergio yeah. has heavy hands so i mean you've seen fucking sergio murder that his that guy on his debut oh my he had him, but he stretched him out, right? Mm-hmm. And fucking just was laying nasty ass ground and pound until he flatlined him. I think that was Sar- <laughs> Sarukian. Oh, no, no, no. Sar- it's, uh, mm-hmm. Wasn't that the guy that Sean O'Malley fought in the contender series? I could have sworn it was Suck him. Suck Tath, maybe? I, th- I forgot what the fuck it was. Suck my ass, or I think it was. <laughs> just about, something about. What was the, what was right, the main so for the, the prelims? Okay, so the, the featured prelim was this guy named Roman Dolidze. Versus Kalidis Ibragimov. Oh, was that the knockout? Yeah. He hit him with that, like... What did he hit him with? I don't know. He I fell kind of funny, and, like, on, on all fours, and he just looked back. And, like, Oh, and he screamed in his face. I was yeah. like, ah! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one was... I don't got much to say oh, about that I think that I might have seen that one. Yeah, it was, it was pretty... Uh, pretty bad but it wasn't nothing crazy honestly i felt bad for the guy he was like all dazed and lost and shit i'm getting screamed at <laughs> he's like what i do to you bro what do we, i thought we haven't even started the fight yet it's um, like what masvidal did of ben Askren. Oh he was talking God. shit in his face he probably didn't even hear any of it go to sleep he even fucking faked the plank i was like <laughs> oh my god it was terrible. So, um we had grant dawson not much to say he grinded out of uh Pretty dominant win. Mm-hmm. That guy's good. Grant Dawson. He's mainly a wrestler. He has pretty good jujitsu, but uh, this one, he, he stood there. He banged. He took him down. Hit him. He showed everything. Not not so much a, a too exciting fight, but. What weight classes? Good performance. Uh, it was 145, but they were at a catch weight at 150. So. Damn, they look big. 
Yeah, Grand Dawson looked big, dude. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, Grand Dawson. I'm like, damn, that that, foot, that dude's big. And then we got this Spanish guy, jo, uh, Joel Alvarez, Ooh. against Joe Duffy. And Joe Duffy, I think he's just washed, dude. His good days are behind him, I think. Or maybe just Joel would look way. Well, Joel looked damn good, honestly. Did you see Duffy retired afterwards? Yeah. Oh, he retired. Yeah, he, retired. Oh, shit. he tweeted literally right afterwards. He's like, I've, I've retired. Like, I just don't have it anymore. No, so he doesn't. I think he, had, like, he was on a three fight <laughs> skate or something like yeah. that. So he ended up to, to leave. That guy, Joel, was like, España, ha llegado para quedarme. I'm in for that. I honestly picked Joel to win. Um, I just didn't like the odds, dude. He was like one of the biggest favorites on the card, Joe Duffy. Oh, for real? Yeah, dude. I was like minus 300 and some change. And I was like. Damn, should have bet on him. I well, I bet Joel to win, oh, but yeah. you know, you know how that goes when I try to parlay everything so I get the most <laughs> yeah. money, and not all of them hit. But what hey, was that it? one hit? What was the ones that didn't hit for you? Um, Lipsky and uh, Carolina. I took oh, Carolina. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, initially I had Lipsky, but um, yeah, I just went against myself again. Hate that shit, huh? You know, it you go against your gut, you're like. Especially with fights, a lot of times when I do that last second and switch over, I'm like, Oh, but I mean, Diakise lost too, so I mean, I would have been, uh, yeah, I was fucked. Anyway, His AF came out of nowhere, oh, put and Pantoja. okay, yeah, okay, that one hurt me, so yeah, it was just overall not that great of a night, not a great night, nah. <laughs> but um, fuck, who else did we have? Oh, we had Brett Johns with the upset, another Welshman taking down Montel Jackson, uh, that long, uh, lanky guy from uh, the contender series. He was on like a three fight winning streak after a three fight losing streak, I think, or vice versa. I can't remember, but um, yeah, jo- Montel Jackson is—he um, just didn't have any answers for the wrestling. Yeah, dude, he just could not get up, and like he would get up. He almost honestly. got finished too. Yeah, he. Yeah, that's true. He did. He did almost get finished. He would get up and then like get taken down again, and then get taken down again. And I was like, man. Fucking this dude has to get tired at some point in the fight, but no, he did not get tired the whole time. He just kept pushing up against the cage, bro, and like kept that pressure. And then like whenever they disengage Montel, he'd have a couple good strikes in, you know, like land a couple, but then he'd like get taken down again or get pushed against cage again, you know. So it was the all three rounds were pretty much the same. But I mean, credit to that guy though for having a big challenge like that and just going in and grinding him out. Like I hate the wrestling sometimes, but shit. You got to do what you got to do in a competitive match. If yeah, you don't want to get beat up either, you know, yeah, like yeah, get punched in the face. And yeah. that's like the biggest fucking repercussions too. You I think he killer. threw like a, a level or like, I mean, I think he threw more strikes, but he only landed, I think like 12 or 15 strikes. Jesus. Yeah. But like, he just wrestled the shit out of him. Um, he threatened with some submissions and he almost had that triangle choke in. I think he almost had him in an arm bar too. So, I mean, he was, he was working. Yeah, he had know? the control time and shit. Uh, that, the pikey, he, he got a nice dominant win there. So, what's uh, the what's the next card coming up? Is it is it the Till Whitaker one? Or yes. Is yeah. there something in so, between? Is that yeah, next week? Yeah, because we don't have much left on this card. I think that's next about, week, so. right? Maybe. Is is there one in between? Okay, so yeah, we got then? Till no. and Whitaker no. next week. That's next week. I don't want to make a pick because I like both guys. But I'm feel like probably going to like... When Till wins more than if Whitaker wins, so uh, yeah. I guess you could say I'm riding with Till for the division. Well, like, what do you mean? Just like you would like fight. more if? Who oh, I just like I like them both. I think their personalities are pretty cool. Their fighting styles are pretty entertaining. Oh, okay. So okay. I just like them both, you know. So it's kind of hard. Just another. It's just one of those situations where you just like fuck. Two good tough fighters. To, tough to pick, but I think I got uh, Darren Till. Mm. Yeah, me too. Ed- edging out a, a, a decision. Dude, it's going to be a good fight. Is it's going to be a close fight, I think. Is he coming up or coming down from his last division? Up. Up? Yeah, he used to be at 170, and he's going up to 185 now. So, like... His first fight was Kelvin Gastelum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, and he... And he just saved. Played it safe. Clinched him up and... Hey, I'm not going to lie. Skated by. I think, I, I think I'm going to go Rob. I think I'm going to go Rob by upset. Knockout. He might be a favorite, honestly. Knockout. Third round, something like that, maybe you second think, round. You think that would set him up for a, a title shot, a if, rematch? No, no. I think he needs maybe two fights because he got knocked the fuck out. But this is this would be his first fight coming back, right? 
from from that loss? Yeah, it would be his first fight, but like Darren Till's not really such a contender yeah. yet in this division. So I mean, maybe they'd give him a little bit more time, you know, just to be like, hey, like, give this a little time to sit and then fight one more person, and then you could really like bring your name back up. And like two impressive performances would be, I mean, that's how you do it, right What's, there. What was the name of that dude who beat Gaslam this past? Uh, Jack Carranton. Did, didn't he say he wanted a? A title fight is he would he would he be next up or who's no nah, he's he he wanted uh the winner of till and, and whitaker oh yeah. so who's who's like after they after want cannon here pretty much uh well Paul, paulo costa is next yeah, to well, fight well after sure. Sonia. Yeah, i that mean was confirmed right it, is it confirmed um yeah, well, no actually uh it came out as it was confirmed by a fucking bunch of like mma sources bro i even i feel like espn even posted that shit to be honest I think they did. but i think they did too honestly but uh dana white at the post fight press conference he did come out and say that they was like it wasn't official yet that they haven't come out with things so maybe espn didn't really post it because maybe i'm thinking about that shit in my head but i think there's a lot of trolls out there that try to just espn mma mm-hmm. junkie account or something like that like a fake one you know mm-hmm. where they add an extra e at the end mm-hmm and then they put that fake fucking check mark that always gets me like on the first glance. A little cloudy blue one. It's like a little seven. Yeah, I've seen the oh, seven. <laughs> Those bastards. Well, fuck, honestly, that's going to be a good card just in general. Isn't Gustafsson and Verdum on that card? Yeah, yep. so. Is it a pay-per-view card? No. Nah, it's a fight night. Oh, my God. That's be- it's going to be on television. <laughs> it's free. That's free on yeah, television. So that's good. That's good for a fucking fight night, honestly. I, I think they they're, they're the third fight up main card um i know the co-main is um big nog versus um shogun three. oh shit no gara wow this is this is like eight <laughs> what years year later huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, fuck, what year are we in? this is like a flashback fuck i can't believe bro i can't believe it's shogun like a, hua is still fucking around bro it's the most 2020 yeah, I mean, card i, I feel like i remember him fighting like against chuck Liddell or, oh like he did he I beat did. Chuck for the belt, I think, or one of them. He beat like some old ass dude for the and belt, and he I lost feel like it. Even to then, he to was John. Old. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he, that's what I thought about all those guys, though, dude. Because like fucking Randy Couture, he fought until like forty four yeah, years old. Beat, I think he won the belt. Yeah, he beat Tito, didn't he? At like forty three or some shit like that. Crazy. He fucking fought Brock, and uh, that was not a bad fight for him, honestly. But he was just way fucking smaller than Brock, dude. That dude is huge. So opening odds words. right now are. Um, even money for Whitaker and Till. Minus 115 on both. Oh, shit. So they literally got to pick them. So they use, it's literally like uh, the, the fight last uh, last night. Hermanson and Gaslam was a pick them. So it was like, I had Hermanson. I don't know why. I just feel like Calvin. He's just not taking this serious. I feel yeah, like. I feel like he never really took it serious. Because if you were a serious dude, you'd be making 170 and you'd be destroying everybody at 170. I think he'd be the champ low-key at 170. His wrestling is just as good as... As Usman's, I think. Maybe he's not good at chain wrestling, but definitely his defensive wrestling. There would have been another stand-up yeah. battle like Kobe was, I think. I don't think he's not he's not really a grinder, you know, but he can, you know. If you like I said, if Calvin were to take this shit serious, he can be a champ. Even at one eighty five, you know, if he were to just look fit and look like he wants to be in there and to compete, you know, he just looks Yeah. It's just that weed smoke. Another, another journeyman. When you're a muncher and you like to munch, dude, I'll, t- I'll test to that, dude. I fucking, <laughs> you know. Fucking. Uh, and he's Hispanic, bro. If You know how our moms get down. Chilaquiles in the morning. When is that uh, Yair versus Zabib fight supposed to happen? Wasn't that confirmed, too? No, it's not confirmed. It's no. rumors. It's still rumors. Really? Yeah. And I hope that gets made because that'd be a good ass fight if it gets made, dude. They're such good at fancy strikers. If it. Damn, that should be crazy, especially because right now I feel like there's such, like, yeah, yours not even that old. He's like 27, 26 or some shit like that. I can't believe that he left for like a year or two to try to get more money, and then he ended up being like, nah, all right, you know what, I fucked up, let me come back and shit. <laughs> but, they, bro, I'm like, they're just such fancy strikers. I'm like, it'd be such a display of striking. It'd be beautiful. I think I'd have Yair with the slight edge, but who the fuck knows, because the bees are a killer. So then the next real real confirmation should be the pay-per-view, right? After the Till Whitaker, the DC Stipe. Um, and that would be like the last Fight Island yeah. Fight Island card, right? Though Darren Till versus Whitaker one might be the last one, yeah. They, I think they no, might the even last give pay-per-view would be uh, the DC Stipe one. No, that's, that's not going to be. That's in Vegas. That's in Vegas? Mm-hmm. Oh. 
So what are they, they're just gonna have a mall in Vegas now? Then like no more. Now they're supposed to go back to yeah. Abu Dhabi in September. Oh, okay, because that's a, that's the only way international fighters can go. Because that's yeah, yeah. kind of Muslim. And, then, and it's like rumored that um, Habib and, and oh that, yeah, I heard they're supposed to fight by the end of the, or this year supposedly in September. But you know, with the death of his father, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to say that that fight is a go. I don't know. I seen Ali Abdelaziz say that um, Habib told Justin to go fight um, Connor. Yeah, he that's, told him to go fight. Ri- that's risky for Justin. I feel like he told him to go fight Connor, and he said, "Nah." That yeah, he wants like to fight he already him. has a title fight in his hand. Like if if he loses to Connor, that's it. Like you have to have another good. Oh, Connor! That dude's retired. Why is he still being talked about? But realistically, though, would you have Connor over Gaethje? I don't know. That'd be close for me because Justin Gage, he like really impressed me with that's against like a, Tony Ferguson. That's like he a pick him fight. Yeah, man. He I could was see so good. Connor just like point fighting him. It's a knockout Gaethje. Yeah, I don't think so. No, bro. But I can't see him point fighting Gaethje. Honestly, that's a yeah, bad Con- fight for him. That's yeah, a bad Connor fight. Connor point fighting. I feel like it shouldn't even be in like in the mix. Well, maybe uh, like, I feel like he always. I mean, just he goes beat Diaz point fighter. I was about to say he could be. He did beat Diaz barely. But, but I, bro, I feel like he wasn't trying to point fight. Yeah, I don't think he was trying to point fight Diaz. Though I feel like he was just trying to survive. He was yeah at the end. Well, like first, well, especially three at rounds, the end. Yeah, sure. the first three round when he knocked yeah, him down. He's like always, trying to knock him out, and then he got gassed like a motherfucker. Yeah, he's always like the first couple round fighter only. But once they get like third round, past third round, like he's always gassed. Dude, that's hard though. His style is just so like big explosions, put out a lot of energy, and then you get caught up and you're like fuck i gotta chill out now you know what i mean like really relax so like dude that's a good ass fight but gaethje's smart to just wait you know because it's only going to be a matter of months before he already has the belt i'd rather wait for the champ to get back so i can unify it why am i going to defend my interim belt yeah it makes no sense i've never heard anyone doing that so (laughs) for what i feel like someone has done that though honestly didn't fucking gasoline do that shit yeah, he did. Uh, I don't think he ever yeah. won the interim. I thought no, that was no, no, for no, the interim. He did have no, no. He yeah, had it, was, it already. It was for the interim. No, he had it. No, he, well, him and I. Sw- I swear, I think because remember, I remember Adesanya at a conference. He was like, "Get that little plastic ass belt out of here." That was Cejudo's belt. Was it? Yeah, uh, he let Gastelum walk around with it because that was his little stunt, his uh, little gimmick that he was doing. Okay, that makes sense then. That makes he was, sense. He was, I was pretty like, much foretelling that he was gonna win the strap. That's uh, why he was walking around. So that's why at that fight with uh, oh, it wasn't at a fight. It was at a press conference. Yeah, that my mind is playing tricks on me. Yeah, so Hudo and him just they they hang they hang out. You know they're boys. So fucking do you know if you guys seen on Instagram? Conor McGregor posted a video of him smoking weed, like telling he lights up a joint. Or was I think I saw it. You know what was Gasoline versus Bisping the interim? Uh, I forgot. Nah, bro. I don't think so. Look it up though. Look it up if he was, because I feel like he was, but I I, I could be wrong as fuck. That sucks though, yeah, dude. He, he, I feel like he could he should give Khabib some time though. That's like a heavy loss. You're dead. I mean, he's his coach too, like one of his main coaches. That's his Faja. It's my yeah. Faja. I, mean, if he, <laughs> I feel like him rushing into this wouldn't wouldn't help Khabib. Like Khabib rushing into this wouldn't help him. Yeah, it wouldn't, bro. Especially like. He needs to have that extra opinion on, like... Because, I mean, he lost a coach, too. He didn't just lose his dad. He lost a coach and an extra insight into how to fight someone, I bet, too. Yeah, see? I knew I knew what I was talking about. Yeah? yeah. He wasn't, wasn't... Now, they stripped uh, Whitaker. Because, remember, it you was supposed injured. to be Gaslam Whitaker. And Whitaker got hurt. Mm-hmm. So, Gaslam was um, forced to fight uh, Adesanya for the vacant title. Vacant in room. Oh, okay, okay. He was so close, though, bro. You're at the title shot. You have a fight scheduled. The guy gets sick, so you're like, fuck it. I'm well, going to fight for the interim title. He fucking rocked Adesanya and then went for a takedown. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, I'm glad Adesanya survived that fight and won. Because look where he is now. I mean, he went on to fucking knock out the champ, so thank God. But Gasolum, yeah, that's so sad, man. Three fight skid right after that. Like, you're right at the title shot, knocking on the door, and then just boom, 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 you fall down the stairs. And now, who the... I mean, i also be interested in watching them fight, but... Give him, like, a really Brad Tavares. Get his shit together. Yeah, I could see him, like, with that. 
his uh, striking coach is Rafael Cordero. I don't know if you know who he is. Yeah. The Same coach as uh, Tyson? Nah, well, and this means. Oh, for real? Wasn't it? Uh, oh, it probably is. I was thinking it was. I don't know who Bisping's coach was. That one English dude. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know, Nick. Anyways, but yeah. So <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, other other than uh, Till and um, fucking Whitaker on the card, we uh. Yeah, I'm like I can't. I don't have my phone, so I can't look. We have Nogueira and Shogun, like I said. And then we got uh, Gustafsson versus Verdum. I got Gus. Yeah, I got Gus. I thought he retired. Didn't he retire early in the This year? is his first mm-hmm. fight back after retirement. You can't like really MJ. trust anyone when they retire in MMA now. Not no more, bro. Carla Sparta <laughs> versus Marina Rodriguez. Hey, um, someone was saying that, or fucking not, Dana said that Hebus is not really ready for a big test like it's like Carla Esparza or Marina Rodriguez, and I was like, bro, she'll starch both of them. Both of them. I mean, if Carla wrestles her, I feel like she'll get caught up in a six submission. She's small. Carla, yeah. She, she's small. Like, he busts up big. She's big, dude. She's, she thick. <laughs> but yeah, there's some good. Uh, I want to see um, Stipe and Komi. That's like so. I'm I'm so ready for that card just in general. Cheeto Vera versus Sugar Sean O'Malley. I got. Honestly, I want Cheeto to win, but I think that. Sh- Sean's going to have a really good fight on his hands right there, dude, because Cheeto is not no slouch. He, nah, he's not a punk, dude. Cheeto's going to – he's going to stand and bang with him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I like about that. I mean, they were already scheduled to fight even before um, uh, Sean got suspended or whatever that deal was, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I like that they're they're honoring that that, that bout agreement and they're yeah. going to fight it out. I think I got Sean by decision. Mm. Dude. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame you for that. Is it three round fight? It has to be three yeah, round fight, right? It, yeah. But yeah, three round fight. I could see him winning by decision, just edging it out like two rounds for sure, and then Cheeto putting up, putting up really close rounds. But I think the striking will be the advantage that Sean is gonna have, unless if Cheeto really tries to take him down and try to wrestle him. But that's a tall task for him because I mean, Sugar Sean is pretty tall, like I said. Yes, I mean they released the whole f- the main card. We got Frankie Edgar, Pedro Munoz, good fight. Sean O'Malley versus Marlon Vera, Magomed Ankolaya versus Ian Kutalaba, and we got Dos Santos versus Rosenstrike, and then of course the heavyweights uh, championship fight, Cormier versus Stephen. I think I got Stephen in that fight. I think it's gonna oh. be. Oh, I think it's gonna be the same thing as this last one. Oh, for real? What do you got? I think I got Cormier. Cormier? Why? Why do you have Stephen? Because I don't know. Just I feel like just DC isn't really, really gonna be in it to try to like win it. Even in his last fight? Mm. What do you think, bro? I think he's going to utilize his wrestling and just beat him. Beat him up. It, oh. it, it just not lay and pray. Like, he, he might let him up and they might box it out again. But for the most part, I think he's just going to grind him. Mm. Just get a safe win. Get that um that bout back Going and then on retire. Top. I'm out this bitch, but honestly, the bro, championship in the middle. I, I don't know why I feel like this is going to be his best performance. Like, th- probably, like, like, his best performance like up to Kobe's date. Like, Kobe's last game. Yeah. You, you think like, he knocks out Steeper again? Or? I, I could see him knocking out Steeper. I would not be mad. Like, because I, I think he's going to really, really put the wrestling on Steeper, and especially considering, like, he had just barely had back surgery before the last fight. And, like, the training camp, he said he really couldn't do wrestling because the same reason, like, the... Surgery, so that must have played a really yeah. big factor, bro. That's some big trauma on your back right there. So you need time to recover. And for, if he's in shape now and, like, has good conditioning now to do the wrestling, because, I mean, he did so well in the beginning of the fight, implementing his style, you know, putting it on him. So, like, dude, I feel like he has so much potential to just, like, mix it all together and really go out with the fucking bang, with the star on your name, you know, a little fucking check mark gold. <laughs> Hall of Fame, motherfucker. You think there's a chance he would keep fighting if he wins? No. 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 He already no said it. Yeah. He's, done here. he's for sure, for sure. He's And they always ask, Ariel, they do like a radio show and always ask him. He's like, no, no, no. I'm I'll never show. Sure. He's always asking. Yeah, he's always trying to bait him back into fights and shit. But he's like, nah, bro, no, it's not going to happen. I don't know, man. At the end of the day, I just like, do you think he, either one of them, if they win, they'll go down as the greatest heavyweight? 
or do you think DC doesn't really count in that because he, was he hasn't weight. really? Yeah, but I mean, he did have a couple fights in the heavyweight actually before he even winning the belt. I think Stipe is going to be regarded as the better heavyweight. I think DC will just be regarded as the best, one of the best mixed martial artists. You know, because mm. Stipe is going to be. Well, I guess you can't really say he's going to. You can't really add this to his consecutive title defense, obviously, because he lost it and then won it back. But still, he's going to have another defense added. So I guess you can say in total defenses, he's going to have the most um, heavyweight title defenses. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, like, I mean, I could see that. And if if he loses, though, he'd be losing to someone twice. You know, so like at heavyweight too. So it's like, well, you, well, then I don't be, know. It'd be even at that point, though. No. You guys think he retires after this? Steepa? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they both retire. They I both. Me too. And bro. they just they just leave a belt. Like no matter who wins, they're mm-hmm. both going to vacate the belt, and then they're going to have a um, Ganu, Ganu fight. Fucking. God damn, they, John that, Jones when he comes up to John from Jones. light heavyweight to heavyweight. <laughs> Yeah, I call it back. 2021. That's what it's going to be. John's going to be like, fuck, fighting Vacant again this strap. rest of the year. If he would want him back. But do you guys think he's going to give up the belt? Dude, that would fucking sell. John versus Because Vivana? everyone's like, oh, um, John Jones, There's not, he's risking it uh, to fight heavyweight for nothing. There's not even a, stripe, a strap on the line. But as soon as there's a vacant strap and Nganu's number one oh contender and who the fuck's going to fight Nganu and John Jones wants to step up. The, and the UFC is going to be like, sign, sign that it. check. Sign that motherfucking that check, please. Yeah. Bro, real shit, though. Like, who the fuck Somebody else, bro? All right, can we t- can we talk a little bit about soccer? I just want to say, first of all, mm-hmm. it's a very uh, sad time for us in the world of Barcelona. And um, we've had some tragic losses lately. You've really been losing some numbers, you know. This, this pandemic's really hitting us hard. I think we need to bring together as a team and like really like you know <laughs> it's like a post game conference bro <laughs> that shit has me so Get sad it. right now I'm like cause Messi he's already he's already knocking at the door like yo you guys if you guys keep fucking with me bro I'm gonna leave and I'm just gonna go to another team I, I can't even yeah, see him doing that either way bro honestly but bro. Ah, what do you what do you think man it's cause all of his like best players around him are getting older with him so you know they can only have they only have like maybe what one two years like on top like not messy but like the players around them like in their prime you could say yeah and like every time they get a good young player like they just sell them or like trade them away like it's bullshit they don't really try to develop anyone anymore and like right now too bro even with the fucking like i think that's his biggest issue is just the fact that the higher boards like the people up top are the ones that have been fucking up the game from you know like they don't pick the right players or they sell someone too early or like even the coaching staff bro i feel like the coaches haven't really fit barca style and they've tried to change up the style rather than stick to like the old traditional johan cruyff style of play you know like to to fit that and like have players come into the system and like really develop around the system you know but like before yeah before you would have key players in the middle though like you had iniesta busquets and xavi that would like set the structure in the form for barca and we just fucking sold one arthur who was such a fucking big play for us i mean pianich is kind of out of nowhere and he was so young like he had so much time to develop too and like i even seen today that like for coutinho they're trying to get a swap for guendozi you know he is that little uh, kid, that young guy oh, from Gundu- Arsenal, Gunduzi, Gunduzi, the, the one with like long David Luiz hair. Yes, yeah, I haven't like, seen him play too much, but why? Like yeah, why? He seems too like too much of a raw prospect. Where like you know you still got a, dev- a long way to develop. Like mm-hmm. we just and we're even losing players on our like younger squads. You know what I mean? Like the the youth players, the academy, or even Kubo. Like Bro, Kubo left. Kubo was such a fucking big player from. I remember seeing YouTube videos of this kid as a little boy, like, balling the fuck out. And I'd be like, man, he's going to be good for Barca, like, coming up. And then, boom, he signs somewhere else. And then I seen a bunch of other yeah. players he do the same. Madrid right after, I think. Yeah, and I think right. they loaned but him the, out to, like, Villarreal. Or but I think it was because uh, of some legal actions, though, because I think they signed him and someone else when they were, like, under the age. Oh, of, like, uh, well, I don't know. What's, like, the legal age you could sign a player? I don't know. I must say like I don't know, 18 but, or something. Yeah, I think they were like around well, 14. Well, Fatih just turned 17. 
but I think he came like from like academy. This is like signing. He just got the permission from. No, but like this is like signing, like signing a kid from another like country to come play for you, like. Yeah, like when it when it involves bringing someone from another country and another team. Yeah, yeah. They paid I don't know how much for him to come play like at their academy, whatever. And I think he was like fourteen or around the eight that age. Him Mm -hmm. and someone else. So I guess they I don't know if they had to get rid of him or like you know they just that's that's how he ended up leaving. You remember that one time that Madrid lost a game because they put in a player that wasn't able to play? I don't remember. They fucking um you guys put in this one guy uh Crayo Cray something. I forgot what the fuck his name was, bro. Creatine. Creatine uh <laughs> Crenshaw Heights something like that. I forgot his name, bro. But you guys put him into the game. It was uh, Rafa Benitez at the time. They put him into the game, and he had just... It's like Champions League. You know how, like, you can't play the first half of the Champions League with someone and then play oh, the second so. end with another team? Same shit. Like, they had... I think they had put him into the game, and, like, as soon as they put him in, you just start seeing Twitter go off. Like, like oh, he fucked up. Like, he shouldn't have put them in because now they're completely out the tournament because he made yeah. an illegal substitution. He got this oh, Yeah, like Copa yeah. Ray, I think. Yeah, I remember It was a like Copa. I was like, man, that's a, and they were having a bad yeah, that year. Was that's a bad, that was a bad year. Bad signing, bad fucking coach. But he's Bro. pretty, he's all right. He was a good coach. I don't know why it was such a bad fit, but yeah, he was horrible. I think it was just a style for you guys. It's it's such a high, like, they want results right away. So, like, it's hard to implement a new style of play or bring in, like, your own way of playing into a a, a team with, like, so much history of, like, you know, winning and, like, a certain a certain way that, the fans want to see you play too, you know. Yeah, that's true. Because the fans at Madrid, honestly, like, they be, they be bitches sometimes, but <laughs> yeah. just you know, like booing players or whistling at players and shit because they don't want, they're not doing what they want, pretty much. That must be fucking annoying, honestly. You're just watching a game and you're just like, these motherfuckers are just like, even ch- like with booing Ronaldo. at you, their own players. Like that's just a bad example for a team, you know. Like it's you a shouldn't bad be. Look. Yeah, serious shit, bro. Have you have Netflix? The Last Dance just got put on Netflix, so I started watching it the first season. Wow, it's really wow, good, bro. Man. It's it, it started really good. I was actually surprised that it went on there. Yeah, I'm um, crazy. Some crazy. It really gives you an insight because they really talk about. Well, Jordan talks about a lot of stuff that you wouldn't really see from like an anywhere other perspective because he was there. You know, like he knew what happened, and then also for since it was the last year and based around the last year. They gave him, like, an all-access pass to a camera crew for the whole Bulls, like, training practices, meetings, type shit. You know, they're always just following him around all the time for that last year, the 1999 or uh, 98 or something like that. So, like, it really gives you a good look. That's crazy. I'm not really huge on basketball, but I'm pretty, I'll am i check it out. Yeah, it's really Me good. neither, bro, but it's honestly. It's really, really good. Yeah. You got a guy like Jordan. Jordan is just, yeah, a mean, lot of people. He's an icon go, in sports. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so w- when you really start to see stuff, um, what really got me interested was I seen this story about, like, Dennis Rodman, I guess, like, during the finals or something like that. He had left to go party yeah. with Carmen and Electra at Vegas and stuff. Yeah. And then he ended up coming back with the team and shit. But I don't think they had, like, let him or something. No, yeah, he just he was just like, left. fuck this. Like, I'm out. Jordan. Well, that guy Jordan used to do him. whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah, yeah, he still does the fuck he wants. He's a wild man. It's crazy because he would do whatever he wanted. But he was always all about the business. Like, once he got on the court, he was just down to business. He's going to. He's always the guy doing, like, all the hustle plays, all the dirty work. Mm-hmm. Like he very he true, was like true. six five six six and he would like lead the league in rebounds against like centers and shit and he would be like way smaller than them. Bro, he was just a hustler. He was just all that hustler. They were like, but he just d- didn't stop. And then they have like this uh, general manager who was just really trying to like get rid of fucking yeah, everyone, mastermind. Bro. It was a it was oh, a bad time for him, honestly. Behind everything, yeah, yeah, man. I have to check that out. Have you I, ever I've, seen Space Jam? I remember a couple months ago it was huge, like. You know, people were talking yeah. about it. Dude, it was, it, the way it was, that's when it first came out. I think ESPN has been dropping a shitload of, uh, 30 like, for bio, yeah, exactly, like, biopics or yeah, just. Yeah, I, I saw the Tito Ortiz not biopics, Chocolate Doe 30 for 30 the other day. That one was pretty good. They have a long history of hating each other. It's crazy how they were teammates. That last one was fucked up. I know how they used to be friends and shit. That's, like, the old school, uh, Mazda, Kobe Covington type mm-hmm. thing. Even though they haven't fought yet, like. Yeah, yeah that, that <laughs> I would like to see that fucking George versus Colby. That'd be good. So, do that, you guys have really have uh, Burns next against Usman? Or oh yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, yeah? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think he put up a way better fight than Mazadal. 
It makes sense. Makes sense. Well, because he wouldn't he wouldn't want to get into a grappling uh, exchange with him so easily, you know, like yeah. he did with Masvidal. Like he had no fear, like just coming at him, even though he had better striking. He knew he can like close him down and like cut this, like you know, cut the space and like he just, just wore wrestled him out. to the ground. Yeah, he's just grinding him, wore him out. The only other person I could think would be Leon Edwards, but like just because he's fought him before and like, but. So who would you give Leon next? You know, if you don't give him the title shot, does he wait it out? Which he shouldn't, because he's been so inactive and like not fresh in people's minds. Because do you do you know who Leon Edwards is? Just had exchange with Masvidal. That's <laughs> it. The three piece in Minnesota, and that's yeah. a bad look for you. You know, like you need if to come all, and make a statement. If that's what you're famous for is getting pieced up backstage. Yeah, that's that sucks. That's all bad for you, right there, man. Honestly, shit. With that, bro, let's we'll wrap this up right here. Thank you guys for being on, as always. Yeah, no thank doubt, you, bro. Kenny. Yeah, thank you, Alexis. Have a good one, brother. Hey, what's up with this shit? Oh, I was hearing some craziness right now. I was like, whoa. I was hearing. <laughs> thank you guys for listening, as always. Go subscribe. Go fucking repost if you can. Do me a favor, like. It'll probably be on YouTube. So, you know, show some love. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Peace out. Peace Hope out. you enjoyed the trip. Later. I shit my ears, bruh.